All right, guys, this is episode four, 15. 15. <laughs> oh, we're so transparent here. All right, <laughs> episode 15. This is Sex Talk episode with our sex, educate, sex educator, Kimmy Levage. This is she. Hi. This is she. All right, um, what we're going to do first, as you know, how we always do, we start with introducing the cocktail of the evening. Holding it up, let me hold it up. I'm tripping. Um, this is called the Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher. I'm gonna give it a more customized name later. Go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, so the Jolly Rancher because it's candy and you know candy is sexy and fun. So that's why I chose this drink tonight. I so just like candy. Yes. <laughs> what made me think about that was candy liquor. That's another story. But guys, um, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start with, we're going to introduce Kimmy, the sex coach of the evening. We are actually filming live from her shop. Okay, so this shop is pretty cute. I wish you guys could be here. We'll drop the address. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of essentials in here. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I tried. Yes, so Kimmy, how did you get started in this field? This is such an interesting field. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> rewind to um, yeah. I I've always been a germaphobe, so that's not necessarily a good thing, but okay. it made me want to learn about the body and how germs work and like how you how do people transmit disease yes and all that good stuff yes. and so back in like grade school I was the one who always knew about diseases and stuff very random and then as we got older I was always the perv oh, back. <laughs> I was always the perv so I always that? knew things about sex like okay. even before I had to I always oh. knew, I always knew the most because like my mm. mom would school me on like what people do when they have sex okay so not like the, the intricate details like she wasn't telling me positions and stuff but okay I was always schooled on reproductive information and things like that so then when it came to college I was a psych major and so it was like okay incorporate psych and sex how do the minds work when we're having sex and then so that's where I got my degree from and now I just get like a lot of <gasps> certifications on sex education. Yeah. And now we're here. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you stuck with your passion. Um, yeah. So regarding, you know, because I'm like sexual wellness is something everybody, old, young, whatever needs to know about because we're out here having sex. Mm -hmm. yep. So <laughs> Regarding um, sexually transmitted diseases, bacteria, is there anything blanket that you want to just let everyone know out there that's very sexually spontaneous or active? active. <laughs> just active. <laughs> Any new diseases or bacteria? Because I feel like, I don't know. I wouldn't say new, but there's always evolving strains of different kinds uh, of diseases. So like okay. there's HSV, there's HSV-1, like okay. they, there's okay. different levels 
to a lot of these diseases like herpes and genital warts and things like that. So I guess a blanket thing that I would say is if you're, especially for people who are being risky, you get tested at least once a year. Most of the time, if you're, if you don't have a partner, like a dedicated partner, twice a year, because there are so many diseases that you won't be able to detect. You'll just be walking around with that only a doctor would be able to tell you about. So wow. I would say get tested. I, I used to say, wrap it up. People don't listen to that. No, <laughs> it's yeah. pointless. I'm not even going to bother. So I would just say, get tested. If you're not going to be as safe as possible, just get tested. Definitely. That way, at least if you if you have something, you can treat it and then go back to your normal whatever life. you were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, we're all in Broward County, okay? <laughs> so I just want to know, do you know the numbers here regarding like the STD count and so I haven't checked the statistics lately. It's actually pretty high in Dade, and then Broward is mm. not too far behind. Fine. Okay, but I don't have the exact one. Okay, yeah, I can pull those up then. You know, I'll make a little infographic. That'd be cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get scared people. Stay informed, guys. <laughs> stay protected. Okay, oh, sure. So, um, also like regarding reproductive health. Are you seeing in the field that it's um, more of an issue maybe with certain communities like African-American communities or is it like certain demographic, like age range of women that or men that maybe have infertility issues? What could be causing that? Um, I would say it, it's not discriminating. So okay. it can be any ethnic group, Okay, but there are a lot of myths and like stigmas when it comes to black women and reproductive health. A lot of people feel like, oh, Black women could just make babies all the time. That's all we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a lie. First of all, a lot of women don't want any. Don't want That's true. Which okay. is perfectly fine. And then a lot of Black women do suffer from fertility issues. They might have fibroids. They might have uterine issues. Some Black women are getting in vitro just like everybody else. It's not like specifically for white women, which it seems to yeah. it seems to sound like yeah. only white people can afford in vitro and mm-hmm. things like that. that but black false. people are Very doing false. it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, doesn't, it doesn't discriminate or choose a specific demographic, yeah. but we do have issues that we're trying to address and yeah. we need education on. So yeah. that's always an ongoing thing. Right. Okay, so let's talk about contraceptives. What options are out there? We'll get to good stuff last year. So what options are they're like, that's all right. I don't want to hear about them. You need to hear about it. You have fun responsibly. Raw is life. No, I'm just kidding. I have two kids, do not listen to me. I will lead you straight. <laughs> oh, geez. okay. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, Ross, life. Wow. I'm kidding, guys. Um, well, I would say things don't really change when it comes to contraceptives. The one thing that I know of that most people don't use there's contraceptive um, tape. It's like a strip that you can put in the vagina and it dissolves. Okay. It's like a spermicide. Okay. It's like yeah. A spermicide. I only know a handful of people who actually use it. One of which has a lot. Of- 
So that doesn't work. I do not suggest it to people because I don't know the efficacy. Like I can read the numbers and stuff, but everybody's body is different. So like yeah. you might use a spermicide and ruin your fucking vagina yeah. and be itching and burning all week. And then somebody else yeah. might use it and be fine. Neither yeah. of you probably will get pregnant, but like the after effects suck. So yeah. I don't usually suggest spermicides. I'm like straight. If you need to be safe, just get some condoms. Yeah, because wrap it up. People. Yeah, I'm a non-latex person though, so, so I will I will suggest alternatives to latex, like no skin, latex. for example. Skin that's my favorite. Brand. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that because like when I was in high school and college, absolutely. Oh, they would laugh at lifestyles and be like, oh, no, lifestyle broke, came up though. You broke or your dick little? You getting lifestyles? You oh, know. No. <laughs> How about my Gucci not itching? Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about not smelling like a rubber tire? Mm-hmm. I agree. So yes, I'm I'm a big fan of non-lace sex. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> lambskin. Though. But she said raw is life, but you know. She, I was <laughs> it's the closest thing to it was life for me. <laughs> so just yeah. Okay, so yeah, non-latex. Okay, so those are options, but there's lambskin as well for a non-latex option of a condom. Lambskin only protects you from pregnancy. It does not protect you from STDs, so it's basically oh. pointless. It has pores. It's like pores or something. What's mm-hmm. the point of it? Please. It's the closest. <laughs> it's the closest to natural. To natural. Thing. Okay. Uh, back in the day. Oh, and Game of Thrones times. Girl, they used to use skin. Right, and, and that's no. basically what it's, it's like a primitive okay. version of a condom. Got it. And oh it almost serves no purpose. And they smell weird. I don't even know why they exist. Is it really something? It's like Arby's, right? Like, who's keeping them in business? Me? Just that me? Oh, goodness. What is in here? <laughs> smell Arby's. Is this your first cup? Yeah. yeah. No. In my defense, not. Oh, it's still, oh, it rolled over. Yeah, I told you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mm-hmm. okay. We do have a question. Go ahead, Shay. We haven't gotten there. Tasha is um, asking, I see the HPV immunization heavily pushed for teens. Is it really right. necessary? The thing with HPV is that you can get it from shaking hands. You can get it from oh, wow. a number of ways. So to me, it's it's like, you have to weigh the pros and cons of any vaccine that you choose. Do you have a family history of cervical cancer? If yes, maybe consider it. Oh. If you're worried about your daughter being fast, there's so many other things besides HPV to be concerned about. Yeah. That, that would be a no for me. Yeah. I would not put my kids to getting vaccinated with something that hasn't been around that long. I would uh-huh. pass on that. But there are women who do because of their family history or mm-hmm. concern if they live in a population where people do catch HPV a lot, yeah, then it might be something to look at. But if, if you're asking me, I'm going to probably say no without any context. If you tell me like my mom had cervical cancer, my grandma had cervical cancer, then I'd probably say consider it. Oh, okay, that's good. Cool. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I'm actually taking the COVID vaccine soon because my mom took it, but I'm an anti just getting shot up with any old thing just because person definitely got to read up and see if it's working. I, and as you mentioned that, I'm wondering if it's because teenagers 
are not as um, sanitary just overall. So they're mm-hmm. touching all kind of stuff. Yeah. They, they're kiss, kissing, they're mm-hmm. hugging, they're doing Forcing. all kinds of things. But I also don't think that parents know that HPV can be transmitted non-sexually. Right. They only hear sexually and it's either a yes or a no, but they don't realize that it can be a non-sexually transmitted virus as well. For me, I would be more of a proponent for take your daughter to the gynecologist. Right. Have her have those discussions with the doctor. If you think she's being sexually active, don't just run and be like, give her birth control, give her this, give her that. Find out like what the root is behind why she feels like she needs to have sex and then have conversations with her. Like for me, I use myself as an example for everything, right? I lost my virginity when I was 12. Was that really Yes, okay. I have to ask. Okay. Sorry, no, 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 and then it was like, <laughs> so peer pressure. pressure. Yes. Pressure. Pressure. And then like, my mom didn't know. I almost died. <clears throat> oh, she knows now. But I almost died. Long story short, oh, the guy shit. didn't know what he was doing. He broke some things, and oh. I was I was bleeding for like a month. And then I I didn't want to tell her because like she's gonna be right. My mom did everything right. She schooled me on sex. She told oh, me boys are stupid. She man. you watch Maury, you watch everything. <laughs> oh, and then here I am still taking dick anyway. So it's like if you don't have conversations with your kids, yeah. you will miss out on so much that you'll end up doing things that set them backwards. Right. A lot of moms are like, oh, she's getting breasts, she got a butt. She's, she must be having sex. And that's not necessarily, that's not necessarily true. I didn't do it again for a very long time, mostly because I, I was scared to die, but also because my mom was schooling me at the same time. Like, even though she didn't know what was happening, we were having those conversations. How do you feel about this? You see all these, these girls with all these baby daddies. Like, what do you think about that? Do you want to be like that? You know how easy that is? And like those kind of conversations. And it kept me more protective of my vagina because yeah. I was just like, damn, I really don't want to be like that. Like, y'all know Marisol from Maury? Where she yeah. had like oh, six kids and she yeah. never found her oh, dad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be Marisol. No, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to be Marisol. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> so, wow. So, what was the issue? So, he broke my hymen, but he also like ruptured something in my cervix. Oh. So I didn't tell anybody. So I was just like wearing pads. I had like four pads on at so the time. Scared. You're hemorrhaging. I was yeah. hemorrhaging and I bled through clothes. And my mom's like, yeah, what a lot. strange period. Like, why is it really so strong? And I was so lethargic. I was losing so much blood that I was yeah. just like, I was pale. Like I was just like this all the time. And I just be repeating like, boys are stupid. I hate boys. And I'm just like, oh, oh. Okay. and then finally. <laughs> Like a year later, I ended up telling her, oh, my dad found my diary, but whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> I ended up telling her, and then she took me to the doctor. It was late. Like, I didn't die, thank God. But yeah. she did take me to the gynecologist when she found out. Even though I wasn't having sex anymore, I still needed to be checked out. Right. So I needed a full panel screening. Then the doctor's like, well, how did this happen to you? Wow. Like, was it by force? And I'm right. Like, well, and then she's like, that's, it wasn't by force? <laughs> Are you sure? 
Because you like you'll think that you know I did everything, everything right. to raise you accordingly, right. but you still it. I mean, so I had to tell her like it wasn't yeah. your fault. I did it because I felt pressured. And she's like, oh, I'm so sad about this, and then it was like, I'll never do this again. Oh, fast oh. forward to now. So you've just been naturally like curious about. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Granted, my mom was like romance novel, erotica. She had books everywhere, so I'd be reading them. Like, Damn, they they whisking her away to the beach and stuff like that. This sounds amazing. <laughs> okay. like, and then you see all these fantastical boys at school. You're like, they can't do that. Can't man. That's gonna whisk me away at the beach. They think I have a horse. <laughs> Books are doing too. Right. Too many arabesque novels. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to have Danielle. I don't think Danielle still went like that. She didn't slap yeah. hard enough for me. She didn't slap hard enough. Nah, yeah. My mom had a ton of Danielle still. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'll wait on the book fair. Yeah, I'll wait on the book fair. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Sorry, you went a little deep there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good thing. It gives so, us insight. Like, yeah. wow. Do you think you would, do you have daughters? Yes, two. Okay. So how would you, how early would you? Have oh, we already, you already have the time. I mean, I mean. How old are they? Seven, they come to the shop and like, mommy, what's that? Mommy. No, my seven-year-old, she's very smart. Like, if you meet her, you're going to be like, are you sure she's seven? Oh. Like, so. Then you can't you can't hide things from her mm-hmm. because she's gonna figure it out anyway. Yeah. And then she's a gamer, so like they have their oh, own uh, yeah. they talk about LGBTQ and okay. they talk about mm-hmm. you know trans rights and Lil Nas X is gay and and I think that's amazing because like he's a oh. black man and he just he's living his life and he's happy and I'm just looking at her like oh oh, no. <laughs> oh okay. so she's already so we already have those conversations and people think that's weird. But no, my kid know. will not be the clueless kid at school. Right. You will right. not put in front of my daughter and tell her, I'll die if you don't touch it or whatever. Because right. they used to do stuff like that. Blue yeah. Balls, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so my, my kids will be very educated. What they do with it, mm-hmm. I can It's their do. choice. It's still their choice. Yeah. yeah. At least she'll be knowledgeable and she will know. I think that's nobody's pulling wool over her eyes when she gets older. So then, right. so then let me ask you this because my background is child welfare. Back. So there's a I, I find I find that there's a misconception on the age yes. that people should start talking to their children yeah. about sex. And we're not necessarily saying that you know you have the whole birds and the bees mm-hmm. talk, but what is your opinion about parents having the sex talk with them at like in elementary school? Like elementary school age. I think every parent has to gauge where their child is as far as understanding and development before they start talking. A lot of people, it's either I don't want to tell them anything, or well, they're gonna find out anyway. So let me tell you, tell everything now. They don't Mm -hmm. need dick goes in pussy and cum comes out and babies happen. Like they don't need that. You have to teach them on their level. So for me, she might find. She might find a dildo on my desk. And I'm not I'm not being funny. Like I'm serious because I use them for like demonstrations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of my my um 
my demo items are anatomically correct. So like you get foreskin, you get veins, you get nuts. And she'll be like, uh, is this a penis? <laughs> like a <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be like, yes. Oh, oh my. my. And she'll be like, why does what it a, look like that? What a bold relationship. Like a mushroom. Yes. Yes. And but I like that it's transparent. Right. right. You know, you're not because hiding. what am I going to do? Like every time I come home from a, yeah. an event, I hide shove it. everything in a bag and like and hide it. From it's her. impossible. My house is full of like, oh, God, weird stuff. <laughs> so like, it didn't make sense to try and shield her from it. I might as well mm. just have the talk now. A two-year-old, she doesn't care. She's not interested. But she's only two. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, we might be having a different conversation. So for yeah. me, when because I've done workshops for girls who are getting their period, oh, and they have no, no idea how anything oh, works. They've never God. seen their vaginas. They've never seen a penis. Oh, like that's you. not okay. When mm-hmm. she's getting her period, is not the time to start talking telling her and about telling her, her, about her, her the body. very basics. Granted. No time is better than today. So if you missed out, start now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. don't wait on purpose. Yeah. Because now they're just like, what the fuck is what, happening to me? Why does my stomach hurt? What are these two things coming out here? What what mm-hmm. is what is what are hips? Like what why are people looking at me funny? Yeah. They they should already be prepped for those things right. before menstrual cycles come, before nuts start dropping, before pubic hair. Because I'll tell you now, my seven-year-old. Early puberty. Listen, it happens today. Yeah, but I did too. I said I got my I got breasts when I was eight, and I got my period when I was nine. Oh, oh man! I could, but so, I can relate. Oh. I can relate the same way because mm-hmm. you develop, my breast sisters developed very early, and <laughs> hello, yeah. And here we are. Same here. I developed early. I, I went from a training. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I went from a training bra in fourth grade to a B cup for sixth grade. Right. Like going into going into sixth grade. Yeah. I had hips. I had butt. (laughs) At ten, turning eleven. So I yeah. Yeah. Life is rough. And there's and at that point, like in middle school, you're discovering your body. You're discovering clothes and how they should look Look on on you. you, How how it should fit. What you know what's gonna fit your shape right so it, it comes it comes at and your point. mama's trying oh, to cover you up one day i was walking in front of her and she was like uh-uh. are those boy shorts and i was like yeah and she's like they're too small and you need to start putting on some dogs and i was like what what and she's like yeah this panty line business we can't do that and oh. she took me underwear shopping and like all my little preteen underwear with the days of the week and stuff she threw all those out and she was like, okay, you need well-fitting cotton underwear. You need thongs the for different like, things, types. Like, panty line outfits and stuff. Mm-hmm. You need wow. shorts for skirts. You need this for that. And I was never not equipped because she always made sure she was like, even if she was one step behind, she would be catching up real quick. Hey, get over here. <laughs> you walking outside with a bra strap showing? Mm-mm, come here. Okay, see, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. She kept you she, up to, so did she help you, um, well, did your mother openly start to speak with you about hygiene? We want to discuss hy- oh. hygiene and sex, guys. Okay, so my mom is hygiene what we call sex. the tampon queen, right? Okay. Anybody in my family who doesn't know how to use a tampon goes to my mom. 
Oh, but it's not usually on purpose. It's usually by accident. So I I got my period one summer vacation. I think I was 12, 13. And everybody's going to the beach. And I'm like, I can't go because I got my period. And my mom's like, what? Oh, she's toughing you up. So we're in the bathroom. And she's like, put your leg up here. All right. Here's the tampon. Rips it out the package. This is what you do. Open. Swoop. And she put it in there for me. Because How she was like, you? you're going to waste time and you're going to miss out on the beach. So she put it in there. For oh, me. my God. And then I was prancing around on the beach and my string came out. She didn't teach me about like tuck, tucking it up front until <laughs> you were the girl. The string thing <laughs> happened. String oh, and she's like, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it was my family. Nobody cared. Yeah. So she, then she pulled me to the side. I was like, all right, pull your string up here. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so now you yeah. know where you know it won't slip out or anything like yeah. that. Like, oh, wow. That's so, so my cousin got her period. We're going on a trip. Mind you, she was an adult. She's in her. She was in her twenties. And my mom took her in the bathroom, and all you're oh my god, I'm never gonna get this right. And my mom's like, oh, open. Oh my <laughs> and god. Out, and she walks out, and she's like, hmm, okay, oh, okay, just all right. Yeah, let's 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 the <laughs> so she was wow. very big on. Was she wow. is very big on hygiene. Yes. Make sure you have your panty liners. Yes. Always have clean underwear. Do you have a spare? Just in case something happens. Yeah. Carry pads with you. Blah 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 blah. She was always big on that. Now, like the new stuff, like menstrual cups and things like that. She what mommy say? She don't know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, not like she wouldn't be interested, but she doesn't get curious. But she's like, I don't care about this. my ship is gone. Yeah. So, so <laughs> she'll look and be like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But she doesn't need it, so yeah. there's no need to like bone her up on her or anything. That now it's me. She's passing the torch to me. Yes, so did. now I can be clear. As now you can teach. So then, what is your opinion? What is your opinion on? Because there's, you know, parents specifically moms didn't want to advocate for tampons for their daughters. Yeah. They didn't think we're having sex. You know, no. like if you ain't having yeah. sex, nothing should be sticking up there. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is your opinion on that? Are you an advocate for like if the if we know the teen and the teen readily admits that they're not having sex, mm-hmm. are you a advocate of tampon usage or sticking thing, you know, sticking things up there? Um the or more like, so like as <laughs> There's nothing sexually enjoyable about a tampon. None. I've never whatsoever. Put, I've never tried to put a tampon in and went, oh my God, it's like that's it's amazing. Not, it's, 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 it's cotton. I think, uh, I, they, it's, I think it's like a subconscious thing where it's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, she's gonna touch her vagina, she's gonna like it. And when she likes it, she's gonna go outside right. looking for wow. anybody to touch it too. And yeah. it's like okay. we have to, I hate using like catchphrases but we have to unlearn a lot of things mm-hmm. to make sure our kids don't carry this trauma with them mm-hmm. yeah. our grandparents were probably getting raped our great-grandparents were probably getting raped yeah. they were in societies where i don't know about everybody else but my parents come from third world countries yeah. so they were probably yeah. in places where like you walk by god forbid you have breasts or something a man is looking at you oh yeah he wants you he probably just gonna take you there's yeah. nothing you can do about it right yeah. so they've spent time figuring out how to protect themselves yeah. and their yeah. children from those things yeah. and they live for survival they don't live for things like enjoyment yeah practicality mm-hmm. it's yeah. more like what's not gonna get me raped when i go right. to the market today right. yeah jeez you don't have to do that oh my God. 
can't. I can't even say what to say. No, it's true. It's true. It is very true. But it's not fair to our our children, especially our daughters, to deprive them of things that they want and need. Every time it's PE class and you have your period, you can't play. Yeah. Every time it's school day at school, you can't play. Right. Oh, you want to run with your friends? You can't go because you got your period. Like, where, where are we? Like, 1920? Yeah, that's not a disability. Right. It shouldn't be like that. So, for me, tampons, yes. Um, they're not the size of a penis, they're not breaking your hymen. They're not bringing you pleasure because a lot of people. Yeah. Do you know where your hymen is and how it works? Right. 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 No, they don't. They, they don't. don't. They don't. <laughs> I will tell you, I when when outside was open and I was doing workshops, there are so many women who never seen their vaginas before, and I'll be like, here's a mirror. I want you to go in the bathroom right now and go look at what, what your coochie looks like. Wow. And we're going to call it a vagina. Yes. So now, yeah. <laughs> okay, because that's a whole another stigma conversation right. where yeah. nobody's saying what genitals are called. Yeah. Right. right. So if we can teach adults these things, they can bring it to their children yeah. and they should hopefully be able to have healthy conversations. Yes, they will be awkward. You're gonna have to teach your daughter how to prop her leg up on the toilet and push this thing in there. But guess what? She won't be cramping as much. Mm -hmm. She won't be miserable all the time. She won't have to worry about checking behind her every time she gets out of a seat. She will be protected and it's because you taught her. Nobody else, right? Nobody else. Because granted, if you have a mom, your mom should be the one who's teaching you. Absolutely. If you don't have a mom, now you gotta figure it out for yourself or go to the next best person. But as long as... I'm on this earth. I know what I'm teaching my kids, and I hope that it spreads to other people so they can do the same thing. It's only right. The kids, the kids don't deserve what we were getting before, and what we, I mean, everybody. Yes. Because my grandma would be like, "Song is one of them song. She's got another song." And it's like, Grandma, I got on. I can't go outside with with Annie Lines. Panties on. Yeah. Grandma. Panties on. <laughs> no, and, and honestly, it's because thongs were deemed more so for scantily clad yeah. women. Mm-hmm. And they weren't yeah. wholesome. Of course, you know, I grew up in church, so, you know, they weren't wholesome. Um, and your full underwear was and granted you know they do it is a trauma response because they they used to say your full underwear is harder for you to come off right harder to come off than a thong in the event that something is forcibly happening that's such a crazy notion to live with i'm trying to go out with my friends to the mall and I have to be worried about whether somebody's going to try and take my underwear yeah, off that's my right. yeah. I don't want to live like that right I, I agree when I think about the things my grandma used to put up with yeah. mentally it's like nah I wouldn't be able to function back in those days everybody would be dead yeah so <laughs> when I look at my kids I'm like you will never have to worry about this yes, yes there are creeps out there but I want you to be able to walk with your head up I want right. you to be able Ooh, to conquer all the time Whatever they do is on them, and you will be you will be ready for that too. You're gonna be right. My kids gonna have hands and what? But for the other things, like the regular things, I think it's okay Mm -hmm. to talk to them about, or even show them, because maybe they don't even want tampons. Maybe they want to walk with pads. Mm -hmm. That's okay too. They should be able to have options: menstrual discs, cups, 
all that good stuff. Sponges, if you want to get real hippie, yeah, they should know those things exist, and I should be able to, even if I don't know, at least go to the store and ask for Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I got my finger up for the question. No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Shane. No, it's, oh, I just said it. So people use sea sponges as um, menstrual blockers. It's a natural sponge that comes out. So it's the, ocean. the first tampon. I I don't know who was using them back in the day, but somebody was, and they're apparently they're very absorbent. So they'll use them as tampons, and then you can wash them out. I oh, so it's like, like it's, a, it's well, so like that predates cloth. the cup thing because, like, I'm a menstrual yeah. cup girl. I have been, Same. I have been reformed. Like, like, delivered. I want to try it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go buy one and try it. I am an advocate for the for those menstrual cups. So I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably that predates, mm-hmm. or maybe was a catalyst for the cups. Right, because cups are less messy. The, yes. the sponge is one of those things where, like, you have to take it out at home. Or somewhere where you can like get in the clean, sense. yeah, because it's going to be a mess. Okay. <laughs> Pull out and everything. But you'll be saving your sea star. You'll saving be saving your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google's listening. Wow. Um, they had to. They, they had to do. Yes. They had to do. They had to do. Yeah. Survival. Okay, so those who are, um, you know, with heavy church background, you. You, Tutu, Shay. Okay, so how do you feel sex, um, how do you feel church did or did not hinder your education about sex? Go, Tutu. Okay, I will say this. It, it is something that needs to be discussed. Yeah. The whole hiding you know not to put our business out there or anything hiding does no good because kids will get curious either way girls boys alike they're going to do what they're going to do whether you know it or Mm -hmm. not yeah right um i you know there's some things that have occurred that i know of Mm -hmm. there are things that have happened to different people that i know of and when I hear about it, it's like, a, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because who took the time to talk to them about these mm-hmm. things? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Who took the time to educate them about these things? Nobody. So I would just say that the church needs to start looking at sex as a taboo. It's not, it's not a sin, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to have sex. It happens. Yeah. Um, it is, it, it's, I don't feel like it is a sin to talk about it, to shield yes. growing kids about it because they're, they're going to touch things. They're going to, I'm saying they, like, I, I was curious. I always wondered, yeah. <laughs> not that, you know, I'd go to mommy, daddy, and you guys know I'm a PK. I'm not going to go to them and be like, mommy, daddy, because we're going to go straight to the word. Scripture. We're going to go straight right. to the Bible. We're going to get real weird. Ain't no penis in the Bible. And, right. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be open, shut, yeah. and then go to bed. Um, so it wasn't that, but because I didn't have that, guess where I learned everything I needed to? The internet. The internet and my <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> them air, them air <laughs> little chat rooms. Yeah. You have so, no choice. What else? 
So what I, yeah, this, this, so what I will say is it really doesn't matter whether you say or open up to them about it or not, they're going to find out. So I really feel like there should be an education and it's not like it needs to be anything raunchy mm. or explicit, just the basics, just like Kimmy was mentioning about having the conversation with her kids just know where your parts are know what it does know how everything functions for young girls in the church teach them about their periods how it happens what i was i was scared when i started spotting i was like what is this what is this i'm like i'm dying something's coming out of my vagina because of a video I shared on my IG but it's yeah. just that sex is not taught in a sensual way and for yeah. us especially women to enjoy it yeah. um and unfortunately you're not necessarily taught in church as a woman because a lot of it is that you know is to cover up and be modest which is fine which yes. is fine but you should also teach them to love and to, to appreciate what they have to yeah. love their bodies, what they have, to be comfortable within their bodies as well. And I think that's just girls, girls overall, because especially with the advent of social media and it being so implicated in everybody's lives, <laughs> they're gonna look at the look at other people and wish they had this and had that or didn't have this or didn't have that. So go. teaching them teaching them that it's important to love who they are. You are God's child, you are loved, you are creating his image and everything like that. But to also understand who you are so that some little dusty behind boy or girl or boy or girl because yeah, boys yeah. need it too boys need their need to be brought up too so Absolutely. just knowing and being comfortable and and having an idea of who it is that you are helps a lot because there's a lot of situations a lot of us wouldn't have been in if we knew and we felt 
felt confident in ourselves earlier on? If there if there was more focus on self-love and that internal right. um, understanding and less on like damnation, mm-hmm. I think we yeah. have a lot fewer problems. And then on top of that, a lot of the transgressions that happen to kids that grow up in church happen in church. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like, don't sit here and yell at the kids about what they shouldn't be doing. Look at the adults and figure out who's out there being nasty. Exactly. And, right. and, and also, protect the kids from them. And also don't be mad at the kids for the way their body is developing because I can't tell you how many times I got in trouble in church because something just fit me well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. my body. Mm-hmm. Why are you even thinking of looking at me in that way? Right. Why, why, why are you looking right. at me right. like exactly. as if I would do anything? Mm-hmm. And if my clothes were a problem, give me a gift card or take me shopping. Hello. Right. It's because somebody's wife was concerned about, about their husband looking at you. Or the husband's concerned because he likes what he's looking at. Right. And yeah. people don't. It, it's ironic. We're going to church. All y'all study all these words. Y'all can't control your urges. Hello. Yeah. You don't know right. how to control mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe you should read the book a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should understand it. Yeah, yeah, maybe you should understand the scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> so there's this comment um, in the comments from Snapback Melissa. I like this one. Melissa. Hey, guys. She says, um, soul ties are a serious issue. And I feel a lot of people wouldn't experience that hurt if it was taught. That's absolutely true. If we were taught, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Tariva also said something about if we were taught the spiritual side of sex, soul ties, etc. I agree. Mm -hmm. If these things were taught early on, we might not get into these situationships that left us so hurt, so broken, so... I hate, I, I hate the word damage but yes empty mm-hmm. is a good one um mm-hmm. if it was taught early on I feel like maybe most people would make better sound decisions about what mm-hmm. they're going into should they choose to get into anything it wouldn't be a oh well I wasn't taught but now I've reached a search, certain age where now I want to rebel yeah and I'm right. doing it in the wrong way Right. Jesus. Oh boy. Soul ties. Soul ties. Soul ties. We actually had a podcast about soul ties. So we got to repost that. I'm going to repost that in response to this part of the segment. Um, Body confidence. So is that something you've ever had to speak about with the girls or any other um, party Mm. that you had to? A lot of times, not so much with, with younger girls because we're mostly talking about like how to love yourself before they even get like the body body (laughs) but I find that when I do workshops a lot of women are not confident oh Mm -hmm. I can't wear that oh I could never wear that oh I would never bring that home oh my man would never or I have this and I it's like what you are you are here to learn about sex right you are here to learn about how to enjoy yourself right so you have to figure out how you can love yourself and enjoy yourself before you can bring anything into your bedroom or incorporate it into your life. Because if you're not taking care of yourself first, who are you doing all of this for? Right. Because a lot of them will be like, oh, my man, my man. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, what about you? Here? Is your man here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you're you're here. 
Oh, it's like it's like shadows. Right. It's like you have to you have to be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you're there for yourself, you can yeah. learn how to love yourself. Yeah. You you have to learn that there's no comparisons, there's no competition. Yeah. Everybody that you see on the internet looking perfect, there were things done to get that. Out, yeah. Right. Yeah. Even Beyonce can have movies done. So like can we like how do we know that? I think she did. I'm not gonna lie, I think she did. Yeah, I mean, she I'm gonna get my job. Shay, would you say, Yeah, she had three children. I wouldn't be surprised, right? Yeah, and it was because that does fun. something to you, and she breastfed, so yeah, maybe she, I mean, that whatever she did, she didn't do much because she pretty right. much looks the same, mm-hmm. but. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as she's doing it with the right intent. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. But there are people out here literally dying yeah. on surgery tables because yeah. they need to look like X person or Y person. It's like, no, you should be doing it because all right, this part makes me a little uncomfortable. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work not on me, that. not my man. Right. Right. Who don't even come home to three in the morning? Hello. Who's gonna change your bags when you go get your surgery if he leaves? Right. So you changing your body ain't gonna keep him, sis. Right. You can tighten all the vagina you want. You can do all the kegels. You can have electrolysis. You can do all these things, and that one crusty dusty is gonna get up and pack up and leave for the world. Absolutely. It has to be for you because at the end of the day, once you're satisfied (laughs) and once you're happy. Everything else falls into place as yeah. it should, or you will realize that things aren't for you yeah. because you know what's for you. If you don't, everybody can tell you what's for you. I'm telling you, I, I, I have you watched need. women get led all over the place for men who like know their bodies better than them. Right, you know, what makes them feel good, and you're just following him because it's like nobody else is gonna make me feel like this. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to make you feel like this, girl. Oh, hello, you can touch your cheeks by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So self worth yeah. is like the the most the important thing yes. because once you get that, you can get everything else. It's easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Girl, you said it's easy. But what do I know? Oh, <laughs> Listen, honey. Oh boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> a lot of people don't say it matters, but does size matter? Oh my God, we had a whole conversation about this. <laughs> this is my favorite topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's just let's break so, it down. The answer is yes and the answer is no. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout out to my size queen. Depends on the person. It does. So there's a couple of factors that affect how you can have enjoyable sex with men of a certain size, right? So if you're not interested in him, like as a dateable partner, and you're just here to smash, oh, and he pulls it out and it's like monster. No, no. Well, oh, what if small? it's or what if it's really small? Oh. Or what if it's really big? But if you're not feeling him like that, are you yeah. going to put the effort in effort, right? Get what you need from the situation? Probably not. You're gonna be like, damn, that shit little. And then he gonna have low. Huh, let me call my Uber, right? And then he's gonna be like, "This shit." Because that's what they do. You didn't give him any vagina, so now he's mad. He's gonna tell his friends you fucking suck. Um, <laughs> or it'll be really big. And if you're not interested in him like that, you're not gonna waste your stretching to accommodate him if you're not really into him like that. 
Yeah. So there has to be a connection there for the most part. Sometimes things just click. Your body chemistry works. You like the way your dick looks. You like the way your vagina looks. Y'all have sex. It's great. And you go about your business. But yeah. if you're not invested, sometimes the size will matter because it's never going to be what you want because he's not what you want. Oh, okay. okay. I like okay, that. Okay, I like Psychology that. Okay. major. Oh, coming in the brain. So let me go. <laughs> so let me go the opposite side now. Oh. Can a what well, you know? For the sake of argument. <laughs> Can a woman be too loose? Can a woman be loose? Yeah, guys oh, say that a lot. Yeah, it's not yeah. really a thing. Okay, since so we talk, since you know, I'm a myth or is it a truth? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it could be, it can be a yes and it can be a no. Oh. There are women who have weak pelvic floors for numbers of reasons. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you were a very large size and you lose a lot of weight and you become a very small size, your pelvic floor gets weakened. And you can't squeeze as much. That's really. Like, or if you had surgery or an accident, you can damage your pelvis. You can damage your um, your urethra, and then you can't hold things the same way you used to. It happens a lot with like pregnant women when they're pregnant or after they give birth. All that pressure stretches the pelvic floor, and then after the baby's out, they're still peeing on themselves, or they can't clamp down the way they usually would. But that can be fixed. So a lot of women don't know that there's surgery for that. There's procedures for that. There's exercises for that. So you don't have to be that way. Also, if your vagina is shaped a certain way, you might have a tilted pelvis Mm -hmm. or your cervix might be kind of low or it might go up a little bit further. You're not loose. You're just not fit for that person. He might Mm -hmm. feel like, oh, well, I can touch the back of her pussy as they say that's not her pussy first of all um <laughs> they can, because they're hitting your your cervix, cervix. And they're huge no my cervix is really low that's crazy oh. yeah. sorry to burst I'm your bubble uh, your bubble man but you're not <laughs> but but the thing is that's that, not her <laughs> It may just be you. In society, how would separate. how would a woman it's, know that? Well, the thing is, you you might not know until you encounter a partner that causes you discomfort. You might mm. not know until you try to hold your pee one day while you're laughing and you pee on yourself. Oh. It's usually there's something that happens that causes that that you're okay. aware of. You just might not know the effects of that thing, right? Oh. So, like, I have clients who have gone under um, weight loss surgery and things like that. And then they find that they're having vaginal issues. Oh, they can't squeeze as much or they want to tighten their vaginas yeah. because they feel they feel loose, right? Maybe oh. somebody told them they were loose. And so right. now they feel self-conscious about it. So we'll talk about Kegels. Um, uh-huh. if, if the Kegels don't work, there are procedures that I can suggest that they can go to a gynecologist for. But for the most part, if you're not exercising your muscles, they're just weak. That doesn't mean they have to stay that way. Mm-hmm. it's like going to the gym if you don't go to the gym and you try to pick up 60 pounds worth of whatever you probably can't yeah but the more oh. you exercise the, <laughs> up, the, the stronger you can get and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with your vagina so you probably- <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true it's so true. yes women can be loose but they can be tightened the the vagina is a muscle everything in there can be tightened up everything in, in one way or another yeah i'm gonna go ahead and ask 
<laughs> because that can be resolved with a woman. However, with men, ooh. Oh. <laughs> um, wait, I, I gotta be going there now. So he has a shrimp. He wants to be a steak. Can it happen? All right. So <laughs> yes and one. Everything is a yes okay. and no with me. Okay. Go there. So there are tools that men can use to elongate their penis, can right? Sure. You can take one out the box. Oh, she's already. Oh, there. Oh, oh she we actually have, have a first product, guys. We have our first product. <laughs> okay. That, it looked like a. Oh, is that a bottle? Oh, it's a oh. pump. Yeah. I'm going to take it out for you. Take it out. It's a, it's a power pump. So basically, there's a, the pump is a temporary way to elongate the penis shaft. Temporary. And what is that? Keyword. Say it again, Kim. But Say it, it can be made permanent. It can be made permanent. It's just shape. <laughs> um, a lot of times, though. people want instant gratification. Most things don't work that way. Yeah. So with the pump, you get the instant length. Yeah. It pulls all the blood into the shaft. Okay. That's where you get all like the nice pretty veins and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then basically it it speeds up the time that it takes to to make an erection. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh. So it looks bigger. Oh. And then if you if they use it often and they train it, they can make a permanent change. Ah. But it takes months sometimes years to actually see yes. measured oh, so measure change yeah. okay gotta be dedicated yeah you gotta be in it to win it and sometimes they'll pump today and tomorrow I'll be like my dick's still little it's like you only did it one time oh, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh not so is there a hole? okay is there a hole in that Bottle part? It's a vacuum. All right, so the demonstration. I ain't got no penis, you guys. It's a hole, okay? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You want me to pump one of these toys? Because I'll do it. I don't know. Does it? Does, do we need? Y'all need a demonstration to know really how to use I it? I don't know. It's ain't no man going to that man. He need a demonstration. Right? Ain't no guy going to ask him. He needs to demonstrate. So you know, you just have to sit there and and it pull, pull, pull. Okay, okay. Okay, so so we have the pump and then what other um so there's another options. machine called a traction device. It's it's over here, but uh, you gotta put it together and stuff. Um, okay, so, it's big, it's big. Uh, no, no, it's behind there. So this <laughs> it's big. Um so basically what the traction device does is the male puts his penis shaft in the little device yes. and it weighs down the shaft I don't and know it if you can stretches see it. the cartilage no. in the penis until it creates scar tissue and then that becomes permanent. That's what so that's permanent. elongates oh, it. So this is how it looks, you guys. <laughs> cool. That's April's been white. white. <laughs> this right. shit is interesting. This okay. could be yours. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> but four easy payments. Um, is there like actual surgeries that men are getting? 
There are um, extension surgeries yeah. where they add cartilage to the shaft. Okay. It's like a faster version because you don't have to wait for the scar tissue to grow. Yeah. They basically make scar tissue for you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For yes, I watched it on a, on a cosmetic doctor's Dr. Snapchat. It was, Snapchat. I never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, like, like Dr. Like Miami, surgery, like Dr. Like, Miami, he, he, he Snapchats all of his surgeries. So, oh. like, it's another doctor that that specializes in um, penis implants, yeah. and I'll never watch it again, though. It was enough. One, <laughs> one time was enough. My question to that, like, that doesn't, like, take away from, like, sensation and nerves? Sometimes it does, but if you do the aftercare that comes with it, it helps you to regenerate the nerves. Okay. Oh. Yeah. okay. Cool. We have someone who asked um, on the comments, what is scar tissue? So basically, anytime you damage your skin or anytime you damage your muscles or cartilage or not, except for your bones, mm -hmm. um, your body will create tissue or cells to fill in the gaps where you damage yourself. So if you tore a ligament, for example, your body's going to create more ligament tissue to fill in where you tore. And that's called scar tissue because it's not going to be exactly the same as it was originally when you first right. got it, like when you were born. It's going to be like a band aid until it gets hard and then it stays there forever. It's like, but it can all, but it can also be lumpy, couldn't it? Like scar tissue yes. can be lumpy. Yes. So usually after the surgery, they'll make you get massages, and the massages help to smooth out the scar tissue. So it's still there. It's just not lumpy and misshapen. Nobody wants a lumpy dick. Right. Well, some people do. So let me ask um Kim, what how often do you get men as clients? Do you find that maybe maybe this generation, like our generation of yeah. men, are a little bit more open to admitting that they need help or yeah. you know, maybe some type of an ED or just some maybe it could be mental, it could be mm -hmm. emotional. Do you do you find that our generation of men are more in tune with opening up about their sexual health and their reproductive organ? We know we know our daddies and granddaddies weren't having it, but but yeah. I find that it's twofold. So there are men who will literally come on my page and be like, don't nobody need that shit. Yeah. You out here selling people wolf tickets. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of other weird stuff. Um, <laughs> weird stuff. Then the, on the other side, there's men who go, you know, I really like your content. I like that we talk to people. Yeah. I have a question. And then it'll be like a question or a problem. What is it? Yeah. So, uh, so eventually we'll the question get to, leads to the problem. Right. We'll get to the real problem. And then sometimes it's um they're concerned about size. Sometimes men are too big. And it's like, I don't yeah. know how to please my partner because I can't even fit. What do right. I do? So we talk about that. Sometimes they feel like they're too small, but yeah. really they're not. They so then it's like, here's yeah. how you maximize your potential. Aww. Then <laughs> sometimes they just want to show me their dick. Okay, oh, uh, yeah. So, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, you're ash. <laughs> oh, 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 man. I get those. I get those too. They waste my time a lot. I usually charge them to show so them. Put some lotion. Or yeah. Something. How do, okay. How does your like? How does how does ash happen? No. Oh no. Okay. Because you married. Yeah. No, you married. Is I love so, you. The best. 
Okay. Oh, awesome. Because I'm like, does she ever it. get uncomfortable with it, or like men just lie to me? Maybe at the beginning, maybe at the beginning, he'll be like, "Wait, what? Why is this person messaging at two o'clock in the morning? Oh, because they're on a different time zone. It's eleven o'clock a.m. over there." And it's okay. like, "Oh, okay. What do you want? His dick small. He needs help. Oh, goes back to sleep." Um, or like I'll get packages in the mail and he's like, another toy? I'm like, yeah, you want to try it? And he's like, okay. I came to him like this. Like yeah. we met okay. this way. Oh, oh, like, oh, I was, I was already doing that. this. So yeah. like it was the, the early stages when we first got together. Mm-hmm. I was still in college, but he knew what the vibes were. <laughs> what the vibes <laughs> were. <laughs> I'm reading sexual anatomy books home and like you already know I'm going to be seeing dicks as yeah. a part of my job. Yeah. But I would think like, as, think about a, a male gynecologist. All he looks yeah, at is vagina, vagina all, all day, day long. long. He don't care about no vagina. He's seen every kind. He's seen nasty looking ones. He's seen beautiful ones, yeah. sick Scare ones, us. healthy ones, pregnant ones. Yeah. It's, it becomes your work and then yeah. you learn how to detach yourself from it. For me, I can look at dicks all day. If it's not a dick that I want, if it's not Idris Elba, Somebody say, Elba, really? <laughs> Somebody say, He's a trigger word. I can't say his name in my house. <laughs> oh, no. Like, sorry, babe. Someone wants to you're hiring. One day, one day, I'll be hiring. I can't wait for that. <laughs> but okay. I, I think you have to be comfortable and confident if, if you're going to marry somebody in such a field because mm-hmm. it gets very weird very quickly. So, a question. Okay, so, so far we've talked about size, whether it matters or not. Let's talk about the women. Lubrication mm-hmm. and, you know, like... Cantaloupe! <laughs> is it a fan base? I saw my last one today. Damn, Come on. Can and I have time to make it? All right. So is there such a thing as being too wet? Okay. Oh, so- natural lubrication. So natural, natural, before we talk about enhanced, enhanced. so natural <laughs> lubrication, yes. So like there, there will be times where you're so excited that you're just producing a lot and it, it reduces the tension or the friction that you can make. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad thing, but you just won't get as much sensation because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's so wet that it's just like it's not whole you're not yeah you, you're not getting the grip come and go come and go come and go it's a slip and slide yeah but that's rare so it's i don't i don't yeah, find complaining. people complaining about being too wet yeah. i find dryness is usually an issue especially if you have a medical problem yes. a lot of diabetic people have problems with wetness um people who smoke tend to be a little bit on the drier side sometimes yeah. Um, there's other like stress can dry you out mm-hmm. so Amazing. usually women are like how do I fix that mm-hmm. less than like oh my god I'm just gushing all over this hoe <laughs> no they're not asking for help nobody's asking for not that the man or they're asking like how do I squirt or can I squirt that's like the thing everybody that runs was, up that to was me actually and one of my it is I don't want to fast Bodies. forward oh. People will literally be like, oh my God, you're the sex. I don't know how to do it on the man. It just happens and I don't know how to make myself do it. Which is good. That means you have well, all right then. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but I don't want to make myself. But it doesn't. Ha- I want it to happen all the time. It See, but you got to make sure it happens with your partner, so you can blame them, so they can clean it up. Uh, 
I'm lazy. <laughs> All right. Well, get to know. Get to know. Okay. Oh, to piggyback <laughs> off of the natural lubrication. Yeah. Um, does your liquid intake have a lot to deal with how lubricating you can make your own, you know, you can make yourself. Yes, you can. So if you're, if you're dehydrated on a regular basis, your body has to decide where to allocate the little bit of hydration that you have. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be saliva because you need to eat, you need to masticate as right. the medical term, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can't do that, you will die. So your body's going to choose saliva first. Your vagina is getting neglected. Oh no. So you, you might as well <laughs> drink more water. Liquids. They say eight glasses a day. That's like bare minimum. You should mm-hmm. be having at least eight cups okay. of water per yeah. day, right? Yeah. But if you can have more, have more. Yeah. Juice has water in it. That doesn't count. Right. So your body Pure water. Digest the, the juice. It has to separate the water out of it with your liver. And then yes. give you what's left. And that doesn't count. I I will tell you, I have I remember every person who has told me they do not drink water, and they more times than not will come back having issues with wetness. Mm. I hate water. Oh, water is so nasty. I'm Listen, force <laughs> yourself. You see how you, you drop down those shots of honey? Go drink some water. Take some shots right. of water. Right. Take some shots of water. Yeah. Lemon because, in your water. I know this is yeah, really late. I mean, but it's commonly but it does. put That's lemon in your water. Yeah. yeah. I, I will lemon. suggest dropping fruit, fruit in some water yeah. and shake it up and drink it for Makes the it day. Fun. Cucumber. Right. It keeps it, it keeps it exciting for your mouth. No, yeah, shop up. Not the whole cucumber. Not the whole cucumber. Cucumber is not for you. Do pineapples work? For taste. Mm, yeah. I'm just throwing it. I wrote a whole article about that. So yes! so where, can find, where can we find this article? I put my blog down so I could um, renovate it. But the answer is yes and no again. So if you do it right now and you go into your boyfriend's house tomorrow, no, probably not. But if you eat it on a regular basis, like if you're eating pineapple every day, it does help to lessen that what is it? What's a nasty, a less nasty way to say how vaginas taste? Listen, that meaty, meaty, mm-hmm. gamey texture or taste of vagina. It kind of sweetens it a little bit, but you're not going to taste like pineapple. You're just yeah. going to taste less like vagina, if that makes sense. Mm. We have a sweet, it's like a sweet. Uh, more of a sweet taste when you, like, especially when you come or like you're. Um, you are literally what you eat, guys. Right. You have yeah. to really think about that. Right. So, if you, eat so you eat shake. If you eat a lot of meat, a lot of vegetables, (laughs) eat a potato, steak and potatoes. What about (laughs) potatoes? I really like potatoes. I will say say that even though pineapple doesn't necessarily work immediately, there are vegetables that will. Asparagus, broccoli, bitter, you're going to taste different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that's why water is so important because it helps to kind of like <laughs> yeah, copper. The water helps to kind of filter out some of that. I'm not bad. Did you just have a pack of steak? Oh, no, it's it's a real deal thing. I found that out a few years ago that what you eat can affect the taste of your mm-hmm. same thing. Your body fluid. Mm. Yeah, with the men. If they smoke a lot of backwoods and duchess. Yeah, you're going to take the 
They're going to taste a little. Somebody want to get back to the about squirting. Who? Kayla. So we'll just ask. I'll ask. Kayla. Kayla asked. So the question will be what is it? Like, what is the composition of it? And how does a woman do it? Because there's, a, there's, I know that there's questions of, you know, men will ask, are you a squirter or a creamer? Yeah. yeah. So, I love that conversation. So, so we love all the conversations. Pick me, pick me. Okay, so, so to start, yes, there, there's squirters, there's creamers, and then there's everybody in between, right? So if you watch porn at all, you will see that some women have more of like a white texture when they're um, secreting their excretions, right? Yeah. Um, that's normal as long as it's like a smooth consistency. If it's looking a little chunky, turn that off. <laughs> um, and then on the other side of the spectrum are the squirters. Now in porn, most of the squirters pee. I can tell you that from now. If they're shooting it across the room and they're shooting it in a cup, if it's flying out, it's pee. And that's okay because the gland that you squirt from is right behind the urethra. Yeah. So if you didn't empty your bladder, there's pee mixed in there. But the gland produces our version of semen, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's no, obviously there's no sperm, but it has a similar consistency and that's how we come. Yeah. Wow. So if you're coming and your bladder has some pee in there, when you let go to come, there's pee coming out. So some people get peed on. Wow. And that's okay. So there are Kelly was drinking water. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, he peed on peed on people. That was straight up unconcentrated people. Yeah. 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 I wasn't really wrong. Yes. I did. I did. We're not stepping in those names. But no. But the next question was, how do you do it, right? Right. So you have to find your G-spot first because that's usually what stimulates the gland. Um, most women's G-spots are about an inch in. So usually I say like the first knuckle. Go ahead. If you have nails, uh, don't proceed count the with, nail. Yeah, don't count the nail, but proceed with caution. Come down to right. So right yeah. here. Right. Okay. So once you get in there about an inch in, you have to feel for a little like knob kind of feeling thing mm. and it is like a doorknob yeah it's, it's like, it's like a little bulb <laughs> but it has a little texture to it so think of like a nut sack for example it has like a little wrinkly slightly wrinkly texture and then when you touch it you will feel is that you're you about to be i can't explain oh, no. what it feels like because it feels different for everyone Everybody. but when you touch it you're gonna be like oh that's it. That's the button. You push your button. It might have like a, a kind of electric feel to it. It might have a warm feel to it. But when you find it, you have to keep pressing it or rubbing it to stimulate. Because um, you need to puff it out. It needs to get more blood into it so that it will build up the cum and then it will help you let it go. The only thing I will say about squirting is that, well, not the only thing. But many. <laughs> the reason why a lot of women can't do it is because they're not comfortable enough to release all the way. Mm. So if you live with people, 
if you if your parents are home, if your kids are home, if you got roommates, oh, you if you got neighbors, right? When it's time to squirt, you got to be able to like, oh, and you might be like, oh, so you're gonna, yeah, you, have to to you have to be able to let it go. And most of the time, you need to scream, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh my god, the kids what are gonna that? hear what or whatever. And unless you have practiced, <laughs> what are you doing today? <laughs> Unless you have practiced enough to like silently scream, <laughs> you're gonna pull it back in. Yeah. Mm. If you've ever had to like mm. cut an orgasm short, like your phone rang or somebody kicked the door open oh, or like <laughs> your actual boyfriend came home, like and you had to be like, oh stop. my god, I'm not doing this. Okay. But if you've ever had to stop an orgasm, um, you kind of will have an understanding of how it is to not squirt because you've had to like interrupt it before you guys are finished mm. and it feels like you're going to pee pee like yeah you, you will feel like you have to pee because the bladder is like right underneath your stomach and then you're you're on it and you're putting pressure on it so you will feel like you have to pee but if you have pee in your bladder it's you're probably going to hold it too because now you're like damn i'm going to pee on him just pee on him just pee on him i'm gonna make a shirt but yes most women can do it it's just yeah. the, it has to be in the right setting the right circumstances because if you're pressed for time or like yeah. there's some other yeah. stuff going on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right you got your answer kayla kayla did you get that <laughs> <laughs> she said dead she said dead I when you were talking about um he's talking about like blue balls but when you were talking about that point where the woman is not able to like finish off would that be equivalent to a man with like blue balls ah Mm. kind of but no because we don't actually have testicles we're probably gonna be a little bit irritated Mm. (laughs) but with blue balls they actually are building pressure in their penis and their their testicles so if they stop before they release there can be a little bit of inflammation and that's where like blue balls comes from I'm sorry. so they physically have an issue or physiologically have an issue but for us it's more like an internal frustration mm-hmm. it's like oh my god i didn't get to finish now i gotta go to work now i'm mad because i i really wanted to end Meh. that <laughs> but some people do that on purpose that's called edging where they they cut their orgasm before they yes actually- i've yeah. heard of that wow it's kind of cool what <laughs> is it i mean it depends on you ask like if you're doing it with intent it sounds like it raises blood pressure yeah so right. some people find that it helps them to be more creative um yeah, some people that find sense. that it helps them get more energy yes so it's like if you oh because the, of the endorphins and stuff the that get endorphins released. Okay. and the adrenaline comes through your body and it's like whoa what a rush but but you didn't get to the end so you don't fatigue yourself because mm-hmm. usually after you work uh-huh. it's like, i need a sandwich i need a nap a warm towel mm-hmm. and a rag yeah i don't smoke but i'll eat a sandwich <laughs> all right because you know like in relationships some people like they have their honeymoon phase where they have the sex like rabbits mm-hmm. and then <laughs> after a while you know it like kind of like hmm. lines. is that actually normal for like 
in a relationship, one minute you you have all this attraction for one another, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, don't touch me. I, I don't want to do it right now. Or, mm. But there's like different factors in it. So when you're in the honeymoon phase, usually you guys don't live together. You're making an effort to go to this person or they're coming to you and there's like anticipation. Oh, I got to get my apartment clean or whatever. And there's excitement there. But as you get deeper into the relationship, now you're incorporated into each other's lives. It's not the same. Now you got to wait till they get off work. Now you got to wait until they're available or they're at their mom house or they can't see you today or they're busy because you're already in. They don't have to pursue anymore. You're you're in the thick of the relationship part. But there's also like stress and things like that. Once once that early phase is over and you can actually tell them about your problems because, you know, we're basically pretending that life is good. Yeah. <laughs> once you can actually unload your problems, it's not the same anymore. You You're allowed to be like, look, I'm having a very rough day. Yeah. I don't feel like doing it today. Maybe Aww. later. And then you, you kind of go about your business or you've argued and, you know, makeup sex is um, like, do you really need makeup sex or do you need to figure out what the problem is? Mm-hmm. Because makeup sex kind of puts a bandaid on things sometimes. So you're not always going to want to have sex and that's okay. Sex is not mandatory in life. Love is important. Good communication is important. Like y'all going to fuck and he's still gonna be cheating on you, or y'all gonna fuck, right. and you still beating his ass. Like, yeah. there's so many other things that are more important than sex. Even as a professional, that we need to work those things out, and then you might find sex comes easier. You might be able to apologize better right. if you had the communication to be like, "I'm sorry, I messed up," and it's like, you know, what? I messed up too. And they all hug, and, and then you have sex, and then it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, it's back on now. But but imagine you didn't have that conversation. You didn't apologize. You're pissed because he's not apologizing, or she's not apologizing. He's pissed because he didn't think he did anything wrong. Yeah, he's gonna walk around salty. Why would I want to fuck you? Why? Yeah. (laughs) You tell me why. I like the breakdown. Right. So like the honeymoon phase is a farce because it's really just like the pretend stage. We're all like skipping through the flowers and going out on dates. And don't bring kids into it. Let there be kids. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh, nigga, did you do the laundry? Oh, oh man. Did you wash the dishes today? Oh, you ain't getting no pussy. No, no and no to both? Okay. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just brought up, you just popped the question in my head. I'm the queen of, of follow-ups. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so you just brought up, in, in joking though, but you brought up, oh, you know, he didn't do the laundry so you're not getting nothing tonight. How how damaging could that be in a relationship, whether it's the man or the woman withholding sex as a result of something? You know, they I'm mad at you. I don't want I'm mad at you, or you know, you didn't do this, so I'm not giving you this. You know, how how does that affect the chemistry and the sex life of the couple? So it it can be a slippery slope. If you're bartering for sex it's like do you actually want the sex or is this like a token it's like a form of payment right Mm -hmm. so in relationships it's not fair to your partner to be dangling the carrot over their head just Mm -hmm. to get what you want it should be a mutual agreement that you need this thing you're asking them to do it they're agreeing to do it because they want to and maybe the reward is i'm so turned on by the fact that you did what i asked you to do that i give you sex that's mm-hmm. good sex as a reward cool but sex holding sex back as punishment 
not so much because it it will make the person either figure out how to do it without you ah figure out how to do it elsewhere decide they don't actually want it anymore and then you still don't get what you want so for me it's like just ask for what you want can you fix the toilet go ahead all right you don't know how to fix it. Can we call somebody to fix it? There you go. Oh, and, oh, and you actually call the person. You hey, forget this, pussy man. <laughs> wow, I like that. But if it doesn't get done, why is it? Why is it not getting done? That's the next question. I'm not gonna be like, well, you don't get the toilet fixed. So I'm not giving you no giant. That's stupid. Because I want this. I want this. Now I'm depriving myself. Yeah. You deprived. We both ate. The toilet's still broken. And then the frustration leads to other frustrations. You're mad about this. Now we're arguing about. Who had the shoe in the middle of the floor? Bitch, you ain't giving me no pussy. That's why you should stay anyway. I have a problem. And now you're angry about something. You need to shave your nuts, okay? So everything like, comes out. You're like, oh, and now, like, now you're feeling so out of anger. That's not a reward. No, no, that's not a reward. Then you're like, you know what? Your girlfriend's been trying to give me some good mm-hmm. titties. Let's like, just go over there. I, and I'm, I don't believe in those kind of messy things, but yeah, but it can get, get out of control. Before you even realize, it's like, why, why am I holding? It's a prize. Vagina should be a prize. But it should be a positive reinforcement instead of a negative reinforcement. Now, anal, that's the one you dangle, okay? Dangle what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you dangle the anal? Yeah. Oh, you want to me? Look at me. It's I, I know she did. But I'm saying, I, know she did it. I mean, he liked it and he put a ring on it. So I can't yeah, I say, can't. you know, what can I say? I don't give me the deets on the aphrodisiacs please so aphrodisiacs basically are well there's levels to aphrodisiacs most of them are natural things that your body reacts to yeah. that makes you more prepared for sex so there are foods that are aphrodisiacs, like people say, oh, if you eat clams or if you eat, you know, oysters or whatever, I've heard of it, there are enzymes in the oysters that are supposed to help boost your sex drive. Okay. Does it work for everybody? Oh, okay. No, it doesn't work for everybody. I don't want to swallow that slimy thing just yeah, to get my sex drive up. So I'll pick something else. But like ginseng, for example, is a great aphrodisiac because it helps to purify the blood. It helps to improve your circulation. And women use it, especially if they're having issues with performance like dryness and things like that, they will use ginseng to help boost that. Um, vanilla is a natural aphrodisiac, what? but actual vanilla, not like not the play play the public, not uh, yeah, no. not vanilla the extracts, right? Vanilla okay. extract, vanillin is actually excreted from beaver nuts. Yeah, I heard that. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> no, yes, I heard girl. it. I heard it. It's yes, from it was on TikTok. The, yeah, mm-hmm. what they use to make the flavors, like vanilla flavors, and a lot of these desserts. It's from like, oh my God, what about the Yeah, that and um and berries, some berries. Mm-hmm. Yep, beaver nuts. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Yep. What berries? Don't come like beaver nuts. flavor, flavoring. Yeah, so let's say not the actual fruit, but flavoring that they need for mm-hmm. these some of these desserts and candies. The berry flavors 
And vanilla flavor, it comes from beaver nuts. It's extracted from the beaver's nuts. No, the but poor but beavers. <laughs> they be killing them. No, but the vanilla, isn't it a vanilla? Yes, bean, actual, vanilla bean. actual beans of vanilla. But if you, see, if you see vanillin, the lin, vanillin. That's, that's from the beaver nuts. Yeah, I've never seen vanilla. It, but you probably if, okay so I've okay, never the looked, I've vanilla never extract that I put in my no that's vanilla. that's vanilla that's vanilla okay but okay. if you buy artificial vanilla extract yeah, like this says artificial that's your beaver nuts mm -hmm. right there oh, yeah okay. I see that girl I'm a drink wow. and then the thing is with like <laughs> with <Poor> animals <laughs> right they cut the nuts off sorry what they do um, with artificial based items, sometimes it lowers your sex drive. Mm. So for me, if, if somebody says they're having performance issues, I would usually look at what they're eating ah. and be like, do you drink a lot of juice? When you drink juice, is it real juice? You drink in high C? Right. You drink in That's not true. They no, still make Tampico? Yes, girl. I watched I a man. From that juice. I watched a man walk by with a gallon <laughs> jug of Tampico in public the other day and I was like, and he was proudly holding that oh, $2 damn Listen, Tampico is diabetes in a bottle, okay? I said, Tampico is diabetes in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That and that um, watermelon punch. Oh, gosh. Oh, what's, uh, what's that? What's the red one? The, uh, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian punch. Oh, yeah. Oh, it used to make my eyes twitch, so I had to stop drinking. So, uh, any other aphrodisiacs? Mushrooms? Um, there are mushrooms that can help. Um, I prefer suggesting things like cannabis. Cannabis. Oh. Everybody can really. So I, not, I won't suggest it to everyone, but it helps if you put it on the skin. It helps if you eat it. Some people find that it works when you smoke it, but the thing with smoking is that there's no control over your brain. Because when you smoke it, it goes straight to your brain and you won't be able to change the way your motor skills work. You won't be able to control if your penis gets hard or anything like that because now your, your judgments are cloudy. So smoking is kind of iffy. Some people function fine. With the cannabis. Right. So, okay. But you said you said put the cannabis said, on, on your skin? skin? Yes. Please. Um, so, top so topically... Um, that, and that's usually why I have that empty space right there is where the loop is sold out. Oh, it's going, guys. But it's gone. Oh, so God, with, you. when you put it on your genitals, it, I call it a genital high. So what it does is it locally absorbs into your skin. It doesn't go through your entire bloodstream, but the THC actually pulls on the nerves and it improves how they feel things, how they receive things. So your orgasms might be stronger, or you, for me, I feel I feel everything twice. So when I when I'm feeling an orgasm, it's like it will happen for real, and then there's like a shadow orgasm that comes after. Oh, oh. Or shadowing! Wow, it's happening again. So it's like ecstasy it's like for the one. vagina. Ah, say it again. Okay, a question. <laughs> so, what about the products with, I guess, cannabis or? products that have extracts of mm, yeah. so it will be hemp usually if you right. see it in the store hemp doesn't have thc okay or cbd which is basically hemp's brother mm. it doesn't have thc either okay. so you get the health benefits and you might find that it works to like increase your mm -hmm. orgasms but you won't get the high part which is uh, which is fine okay. some people don't want that part mm -hmm. but 
For me, I find that the THC is most effective when you're putting it on the skin because it dulls the pain receptors, but it improves the pleasure receptors. Ooh, so, so especially if you have like a partner that's kind of big, it's like, oh, that hurt, but I like the way that felt. So now I can enjoy it more and I can separate the two things. Yeah. Like the pain is there. Like I know I'm supposed to be feeling hurt, yeah. but I don't, but it feels good. So now I can keep going. Oh, wow. And that's usually why I suggest the, the cantaloupe for people who have wow. issues with size. If their partner is too large oh, and they're being stretched and it just, it hurts really bad, the cannabis will help to dull the pain, but they still get those good feelings at the same time. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man. Wow. So, the can so the cantaloupe, guys, she has cantaloupe. It's out of stock right now, but definitely keep in touch with Candy when she's Two forms of it, oil-based and water-based. Mm. Okay, so what are the differences? So the oil-based has more weed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's more concentrated THC. Okay. So if you're looking to increase sensation, then oil-based. But if you need help with slippery feelings, <laughs> if you want it to be more slip and slide, then the water-based. Is the better choice. So the oil base is not slippery. It's not as slippery. Does the water base? But, that makes sense. But it's not as slippery. But because you feel more of the pleasure, you will produce more. More. Okay. And then now oh. you're naturally getting there. Okay. 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 Does the does the um does the strand matter? Because you said you could put like put it on. It's like is it something you just go to your weed man and you know slap some? I don't know. You know. Not that. So I will tell you that it. I've been making cannabis for about six years. Right? You could go to your plug and be like, "Give me some weed," and you can go home and try to make your own move. But the thing is that I have spent a lot of money yeah. on weed, and some strains suck. If your if your plug is getting Reggie, who still do that? A people lot. do. But people do. A lot. Okay. A lot. I will. I'll put the strains on the bottle usually when I'm giving it to people or I will tell you what strain is like right now I'm using runts. Okay. Runts is awesome. So this week is gonna be apricot gelato. I've never I've never used this one before. This is okay this so is new for me. So I have to try it, first, try it first. And then I can tell everybody like how it worked for me. Some people don't give a damn. They just gonna use it anyway. And then if you're it's going on your genitals. So it's not like your your brain's gonna get it. Yeah, which is where the strain really matters is when you're ingesting it, like you're smoking it or you're eating it. Yeah, then the strain is most important because some people react differently to certain indica strains or sativa. Strains. <laughs> That's for like the edibles and stuff. Yeah. Usually, I'm like, Mark, don't be <laughs> Marky. <laughs> What's going on with my friend? I'm not scaring him. <laughs> okay, well, this, this is super out. informative. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm. In like class, okay. So, besides the cantaloupe, do you have cannabis in any other products of yours? Um, so not yet. Florida is kind of a legal state, but not really. So, um, with the edible aphrodisiacs. What I usually do is I will incorporate cannabis and I will also incorporate other aphrodisiac ingredients. So vanilla is a big favorite for yeah. me. 
Um, I make a chocolate that I call the power blend. Mm -hmm. It has maca powder in it, it has moringa, yes. and, and it has the cannabis in there. So the maca and the moringa help with erections. They help with guiding the blood to the genitals so that you can have improved orgasms. Mostly men buy it for obvious reasons. Obvious. Um, Right. Okay, we'll drop the info but the edibles generally help with like anxiety especially if you're like really nervous about having mm -hmm. sex with somebody Aww. or you know maybe i don't suggest it for first dates because you don't know who the person is right. but like if it's somebody you've really been trying to <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to be ready you waited a long time for this yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Right. let me just have a gummy real quick just yeah. to ease that tension before you go in there but being safe is most important. So I don't, I don't just throw edibles to people. Like some people are not meant to have those. Yeah. yeah. So it's more like a conversation situation first. Like, what exactly are you looking for? Yes. Yeah. And then we can pick an item based on that. So I don't, I don't just be pushing weed on people. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not the plug. <laughs> we push it, y'all. <laughs> so can you use the? Edible and the lube together. Look at her face. You're gonna eat the edible. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I call that vacation. Oh, vacation. So like you out of town, you don't have to go to work. Tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. You can do whatever you want tonight. Edibles and lube is almost guaranteed to be a good night. But if you have to go to work tomorrow. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Gonna, is it going to make you lethargic or is it going to? Some people react to weed differently. So they might wake up sleepy. Okay. They might wake up kind of groggy. And then if you have to drive to work, yeah. I'm mm. not going to tell you to do that. But if you work from home, go for it. On. Wake it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Call out, friend. Why? All right. So, um, okay. Another. Oh, go ahead. Let's try. No, go. All right. So, um, you know, some people, despite their sex life, they do different things. They use toys. They role play and stuff like that. But uh, some people also think that porn. Is a good thing, like a, or a good part of role play with intensifying like, the sex life in the bedroom. Is this something normal? You know, some people, you know, they you mean for couples or for individuals? Anybody, single people, you just messing around with somebody, and you know they, yeah, they gotta watch mm -hmm. porn before they get it on and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or just some people just addicted to, and then they find different things to do in the bedroom from yeah. watching porn. Is that a good thing or is that like a bad thing? So porn is a, a, another slippery slope. So I have helped people who learned everything they know about sex from porn, which is unhealthy. The thing with porn is that these are trained professionals. Just like how we train for our jobs, they have to learn how to do this. They have to practice. They have to be professionals in this field. Most of that is fake. There's wow. makeup artists. There's what they call fluffers. Wow. So fluffers help the male artists get their penises hard. Like their oh. job is literally to jerk people off. Oh. Um, <laughs> there's lotion people who walk around and oil people up. Like everything that you see in most porn, at least professional porn, is 
is staged yeah so now you're looking at yourself and you're like damn I don't look like that mm, I can't put I my can't leg like that. that I can't make my dick go this way like that like I don't wear tube socks <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, it's there's a happy medium oh, where you can extract things from porn and try them like okay you might okay Use myself as an example again. Okay. There's this ad. This is ad on Pornhub. What's the ad called? It's so fake. Oh my god! So they're at a gym. It's like a scene. They're at a gym, and the girl's bending over to pick something up, and the guy like rips rips her ass. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, I'm lost. <laughs> I knew somebody else seen this ad before. It's I not just seen. Okay, so. So the lady is bending over to pick up the weight and the guy grabs her leggings and he tears them and then they start having sex. Okay. I was like, I need to do this. Yeah. It. <laughs> it was so I found some really cheap leggings oh, and I'm like, listen, we're going to rip these. And my husband's like, hi. Okay. For the most part, sometimes people like, don't bring that in here. Okay. I'm not doing that. So with porn, like you can get inspiration from things, but you can't be Rick flaring off the dresser. Like, nah. you know, because that's how people get hurt. And then you'll go to the hospital and be like, how did you break? How did you fracture your penis? I was trying to move. You know, those people yeah. are, are yeah. they go to yoga. They're uh, actually trained for this. The men lift weights. They know how to carry the woman. You don't know how to do that. Yeah. You can't be off of Fifth of Hennessy so and go home and be trying to like dick. You can't do that. You But people do it, or they'll be like, uh, cause because you know the porn guys, their penises are like this. Somebody looked at that man and was like, I bet your penis is big. Would you like to be in porn? And they saw his dick and he was meant for porn. Porn is to sell you a dream. Yeah, so there's there might be little dick porn out there because there's a genre for everything. everything yeah. But for the most part, what you're seeing is because they curated that. They found that man. There's a whole black. You ever ever watch black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to answer that. Yes. But it's white women having sex with big penis mm-hmm. black men. Those men have been chosen to do that. Everybody's dick don't look like that. No. Everybody's Jesus. Okay, everybody ain't name your favorite porn star Roxy Reynolds. Everybody ain't, <laughs> everybody ain't Brian Plumber. Everybody ain't like no, and it's not fair yeah. to think that you should perform to that level. That's These people true. actually get injured doing their job. Yeah. So why would you want that? Yeah, you know you don't you right. don't deserve that. But do what you can where you're from. Watching massage room porn is cool. You might want to go massage your person. That's really realistic. That's yeah, very that's realistic. very realistic. It'd be fake, but I'd be like, I like the way he bumped on the table. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> so I want to get into. Um, I want to discuss uh, masturbation. Mm-hmm. I feel like we partially discussed it already. Mm-hmm. However, like regarding, is it healthy um, for those who are very self conscious about mm-hmm. touching themselves? Um, those who are celibate. Is, is, is it bad to touch and pleasure yourself when you're celibate so, so it depends on the boundaries that you're setting, setting for, your for yourself right? okay so i've i've done celibacy before got it i made it for two years yeah yeah but the only reason why i made it is because i was masturbating <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute 
Because I was about to be on some. Everybody, everybody, you looking at me? Yeah, I got at Target. Oh my gosh! Because it was just like I had a long distance relationship. We were in college. We were broke. Like, can nobody fall to see each other? Oh yeah. So it was just like I'm just gonna hold out until we get here. And it was like everything. And I'm like, damn, I can't do this anymore. So I, I went. I bought a toy and like. That's basically what carried me through that whole yeah. situation. So if your celibacy says, I'm not touching anything, I'm not doing it, anything, it, so then, then no, you cannot masturbate. Yeah. But if you sell yourself, so if I feel like I'm sick, it's, I'm going to go masturbate. It's me. Yeah, it's just us. It's, That's fine too. So it really is a conversation that you have to have with yourself. And then you have to know yourself too, because some people masturbate when they're angry. Some people masturbate because oh. they had a hard day at work. Some people masturbate. That's pleasurable, though. But, well, to but get- no, that's the thing. It's It can actually be a form of self-harm if done the wrong way. Oh. Right? So, it, like I said, a conversation with yourself because it's like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't, I don't feel like I want nuts. Pleasurable, right? Like, I, don't, I, I came home from work, my boss pissed me off. Blow I need to blow off some steam, but I don't, I don't want to masturbate and think about my boss. Hell, that's nasty. That's weird. So maybe I should take a beat, like go sit down and watch some TV or something, yeah, relax. and then come back to it later. But there are people who will do it to de stress. Mm-hmm. I do it to go to sleep. <laughs> you do it to go to sleep, okay. to go to sleep. Night, night. and that's a de stressor. But if it gets to a point where, like, it's unmanageable. That's not the solution. I have to figure something else out. Maybe I need some melatonin. Maybe I need to exercise more in the morning time. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm not expending enough energy before a nighttime. And that's why I'm not sleeping. But I'm, I'm going to do this every day. And now it's not going to work anymore. My body's like, hey, you did that yesterday. Mm. What else you got? It's like, I don't have anything else. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I'm just be awake and angry. What about masturbation with couples? You're married. Mm-hmm. don't want to get in your business but i'm just saying <laughs> overall like overall like is it normal or is it even healthy for couple couples to masturbate separate from each other mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you are not a machine made for sex if your partner wants to orgasm for whatever reason they should be able to go do it themselves if i'm home and i'm bored and nobody else is there i join you oh my or I'm going in my bed. I'm going to do it myself because nobody's there, right? If he's home and nobody's there, he should be able to do that too because he because he felt like it. But it shouldn't be like, oh God, I can't do this. I'm cheating on my wife because I touch myself. Yeah. What? No. Because there yeah, are partners that's... who will be like, I walked in the room and my husband that's was lazy himself. I'm sorry. What should I do? Watch him. What do you mean? What should you do? <laughs> go sit over there. Watch be quiet. And go sit thank you <laughs> i feel the same way but it, it depends on like the way you were raised yeah you all, of that, systems, all of that all what you've learned about sex some people think porn watching porn is cheating i don't think that Hell. in fact you know what she yeah, if you don't tell me what page that one was on nope. that's cheating to me i want to watch it too but everybody's not the same <laughs> everybody's not the same so it really depends on what you're comfortable with and the conversations that you have with your partner yeah. Because some people might genuinely be like, I don't feel comfortable with you masturbating mm. without me. Oh, the, the next question is why? Like, what, what does that make you feel? 
And then you guys have those discussions to yeah. figure out communication. Where, yeah, where the medium is for you. Is it going to be straight up? Oh, no. Yeah. Is it no masturbation at all without your partner? Or is it? I really feel like if it's if the partner yeah. going to say something like that, you feel like that person is masturbating and thinking about somebody else and not you. Mm. Right. There's yeah, or they're not attracted to you or they don't want it. Yeah, yeah. 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 so that's like the. Behind it. But for me, it's like if, that's, if you feel the urge today mm. and you just happen to be home, do it now. There is people going to work and masturbating in the bathrooms at work. Like, you should not have to do that. <laughs> That's not normal. I don't want to hear slap, 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 slap while I'm in the bathroom. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so if you, if you're, you're oh, inhibiting your partner from doing the things that bring them pleasure, mm -hmm. they just gonna go outside and be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For That's being true. loose and lascivious because they try to please themselves in the mm -hmm. Starbucks bathroom. Like, don't make your partner have to do that. <laughs> now, is there, now, is there a fine line? I came in, I, I had to do something real quick. But, so I don't know if it was touched on, but is there a fine line between giving that or having that understanding and then it being almost a part of a sex addiction or an addiction to the release of yeah. you know the orga orgasm or or you just go do it because your partner is tired or you know other reasons why people may, may excessively masturbate mm -hmm. especially men because they can you know they be tugging at that thing like it's not like, it's not gonna break. It. <laughs> it's gonna crack. Okay, it's not gonna break. Have you put lotion on that all day? <laughs> <laughs> but like we were talking about before, some people do it for unhealthy reasons, yeah. like stress or or anger. Your girlfriend made you mad. She didn't give you none. Now you're in the bathroom choking it, and like, are you actually getting enjoyment, or are you just forcing it? Because with men they can ejaculate whether they're orgasming or not. Like their body's yeah. just going to be like, you want semen? Here's semen. Yeah. And now you're still angry. So why did you do it? Yeah. It was like mm -hmm. an act of rebellion or you're punishing yourself yeah. or you're punishing her because now you're not giving it to her. You're just giving it to your hand or sock or whatever piece of tissues in front of you or whatever. And so the, another conversation needs to be had because that's obviously there's a, a miscommunication yeah. happening somewhere. And sex even with yourself, shouldn't be a punishment. So yeah. that's not normal. But if you're doing it because it's two o'clock and I feel like you don't need, that's fine. Okay. You should be allowed to do that. When they say body autonomy, it's basically, I can do whatever I want with my body as long as I'm not hurting myself and I'm yeah. not hurting anybody else. Mm -hmm. so if, I'm, if I want to take my 15 minute break and go be mommy, because I want to <laughs> do that. And that's fine. I think people use sex as a pawn sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you can't touch yourself unless I'm there. Why is that? Is that a power thing? Mm -hmm. Ownership, Something, yeah. Yeah. So like possessive. that's a whole, that's well, a whole, topic. A whole counseling session. But but yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, um, you know, just a quick overview so we can wrap it all up. Like pleasure toys. Mm -hmm. so, so what's the latest and greatest i mean we all know about the rabbit we know about the bullet i want to say we all know because i just feel like those are like 1999 we can't say we all well okay you're right we don't all know but what if there's this rose thing that i it didn't come in time 
what it does on the inside you see that oh man so you and see it you put it in the water put it sideways put it sideways in the water sideways not down wait am i blocking you what am i doing you see the water oh you can't see the waves Avery, you're not making the waves i can't put it straight put it sideways to the side to the side oh there you go there you go Oh, so man. it basically oh, wow. licks the clitoris and it has like five it's only one speeds. speed no it has like five different speeds if you press it again it'll go faster press it again don't speed. drop it april don't drop it i'm trying not to bitch. oh wow oh that's different that's <laughs> yes. different. you can hear it yeah press it one more time april <laughs> what to do no i just no just want to see how it goes that's a lower. That's a lower speed. Yeah, that is that's much, like more central. Yeah, I think it starts off really fast. Yeah, it starts off a little bit aggressive. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but well, that is what? that, you guys. Yeah. What we call him? What, what's he? Doing? Um, what is it actually called? I was like, no man, man. man. It's called. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> it's called this the is the top part, you guys. So this is how. Oh, it, goes. it looks like an egg. Yeah, yeah, like an egg. The egg thing. <laughs> <laughs> Because nobody uses the real things. Yeah. It's called the Aria Flutter Tongue. But Child, I kids going to see that and think it's the lip balm that you put on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, That's okay. That's all right. Just don't oh, touch mommy's eggs, okay? I know. Mommy's lip balm. Mommy, I need a No, you don't. So how do you sanitize that? Yeah. So what, if for personal use, you just need soap and water. Okay. So okay. Anything, anything that's silicone-based, um, yeah. You can soap and water it because it's non-porous and you don't have to worry about like germs getting, getting in there any holes oh, or anything. It, so soap and water usually kills whatever surface bacteria there is and then you let it air dry. And that's it. Awesome. Okay. I don't like germs, so yeah. <laughs> I, I won't steal you wrong. <laughs> Got it. Okay. What's okay. another interesting 
Yeah. We don't give it away because y'all need to come to the shop. Not too many. But, but we're going to go with couples. What's an oh, interesting okay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so that was for singles. Okay. That's a single okay. person toy. That's <laughs> okay, okay, you guys? Single person toy. So <laughs> for couples, I usually like the rings, the penis rings. Let me hold what? it. Cute. oh okay so they stretch really? really far so no man will ever be like oh girl my dick too big for that nope impossible okay <laughs> so it, and then it vibrates so you turn on the little switch Boop. i don't know if you can hear it yeah 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 <laughs> and each one gives you 45 minutes yeah i've used it before and then it dies but I have one that I've had for like a year. Nobody yeah. uses that thing for 45 minutes. Nobody. You, so, okay, for the, for yeah, the man, yeah. what exactly does it? You're so the ring, it helps to keep the blood into the shaft. Yeah. And then the vibration helps both of you have a more intense orgasm. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think about me. Oh, also remember you guys, it has like these little nubby nubs. Nubby nubs. Like it's tickling your clitoris yeah. at the same time. April be knowing. Yeah, this is my dog. She taught me a lot. Y'all see that little shit right That looks simple. It is. Because I think for me, my job is to simplify how you understand how toys work. I have men, oh, I don't need that. Oh, she ain't gonna replace me. It's not for that. It's to help. It's just another ring. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's another the same ring. thing. Okay. Yeah. What is it's on? not as stretchy though. That's for the clip. But sometimes people turn it upside down and use it for the customer. <laughs> I don't know. There's another one you got. My tag. Wow, it looks like a toy. It looks like How do you even turn dice? it on? Yeah, those are naughty dice. How you turn it? It vibrates? Yeah, but I need to change the dice. Okay, this is another one. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a looks like a, a dicky from Pokemon. Right? I mean, shut up. I, I, like, like, yeah, yeah. 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 I think making What's them cute helps level? people be less scared. Oh, it's just a massaging. Oh. It's like an intro... Um, like BDSM tool. Oh, okay. Yes, you know. It's like oh, a little spiky. Play. Yeah, it's a little spiky, so you get that pain sensation. Yeah, but it's, not as, it's not as spiky. Yeah, it's not as spiky as like the more like that. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a soft, yeah. you know, like soft little spike. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, for you women. Yeah. <laughs> Kia wants to know if you have wits. I have a Why did you? I don't have it was a sale on Kim, uh, Savage Fence. Huh? Oh, and how you inflate it? Yeah. I don't know if oh, I'm going to use it on oh, that, that little I'm part. You roll it, press it, tucked away. Oh, yes. And then it, it will take the air out, but it's not inflated yet. That ain't inflated? Get the No, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, listen. Oh, was that? Oh. All right, for you women okay. out there, oh okay, that like to play with yourselves without a man. Safe sex, safe sex is best. Wrap it up, y'all. Just, just. Wrap she it. has a inflatable penis. Yeah, you It looks like it's inflated already, you guys. Oh, but I don't know how. I, I know how to inflate this though. So, so squeeze the pump. 
Okay, this is the pump. So it's whatever your um this is the pump preference part, okay? is, whatever your preference This is, is the penis, this is the pump. I don't even know how big it's supposed to go. Whatever your preference is. Oh, y'all see it? <laughs> oh. I see the whip of that thing. Yeah. Oh, the shaft gets bigger. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And it vibrates. Yeah. And if you turn it on, yes, this shit is vibrating. Like, so you pump it while it's inserted. Right. Because if you try to pump it before, it's a little harder to go in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Especially if you want it like that. <laughs> I don't know if y'all want this to do like this. Well, it depends on who the person. Yeah. With the vibration, it might feel good for some. Did you feel the vibration? Yeah. You want to feel it? No, just <laughs> touch my hand. You're going to feel the vibration. Yes. You feel it? <laughs> I know what it feels like. Cool, 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 cool. What? Touch, touch it like this. I just said it. I'm away now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's time out now. Back in the corner. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, um, this is so educational. We oh like to all of the toys that you have. No. Shop to come to Kimmy's shop. Sorry, yes. you guys. Um, local in Broward County, mm -hmm. even if you're in South Florida, or if you're just visiting, out. just come on through. And um, I was delivered to, so if you need, oh, oh, oh that's oh. very convenient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hit you up. Yeah. Just hit you up directly. So how can, can let let our viewers um know how they can follow you on social media? So my Instagram is Kimmy Lavage, K I M I L E V A D G E. Vag is short for vagina. Yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> and then if you are looking for aphrodisiacs or any of the naughty products, it's Kimmy Playthings. On IG, oh, on everything. everything, everything, Instagram. That's Instagram Kimmy. and Facebook. Mm -hmm. You guys make sure to follow. You her. said Kimmy K I M K I M I play things, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. And do you host any parties? Like, okay, if a yeah, no, like, she does. Bachelorette parties. I know I've been to one of your parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let the people know, um, if you host any bachelorette parties or you know bridal showers, you know people out here trying to get married and yeah. stuff. And you know they, oh, they need yes. all the education they can get before they try the knot. <laughs> I I switched to virtual at, while everything was going on, but yeah, now yeah. now that we're outside a little bit more, I'm back to in person. <laughs> so I do bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, divorce parties, birthday, <laughs> just because parties, you name it. And then I also do workshops for um, young ladies who are getting their periods. We call them flower parties. And we just talk about menstrual cycles, the body, the changes that are happening. And then I bring items to show them, you know, what, what those the options are out there. Wow, Pretty good. So very nice. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. This, this was a very informative <laughs> session. Yes. Oh my goodness. Very informative. Thank you so much you, for coming through and for, or for letting us come through <laughs> your know, shop. Thank you for coming. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Oh, um, <laughs> guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We know that it had to be a late discussion, but for those that were up, you know what time it is. Get it. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> um, we're going to, yeah. <laughs> We'll drop the info, contact information for if anyone needs to buy any gifts or personal 
You I do. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna take a look around the yeah. store before I leave. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, oh man, I'm just happy. Like I just really like. I really love this kind of stuff. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, this my baby. Yeah, so, they go way back. I'm glad I met her. Oh, <laughs> but all right. Well, everybody, y'all have a good night and be Thank safe. Be and safe. remember, practice safe sex. Wrap yeah. it up. Wrap it up. Go to the doctor. Don't hesitate. Yeah, Get please. Tested, please. Don't ignore anything and don't put anyone in any jeopardy that you know what I mean. It's Absolutely. not worth it. And don't let, don't let nobody's son put you in jeopardy either don't let nobody's daughter put y'all in jeopardy because these women is out of here the pressure is a mother alright everybody have a good night bye bye